This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to Contending for the Crown. I hope you are having a wonderful day. Jesus is many things to us. He is our Savior, our King, our High Priest, and Mediator. Do we think often, though, about the fact that He is also our friend? I'm sure we have all sung the songs, What a Friend We Have in Jesus, or I'll Be a Friend to Jesus. I'd like to take a moment and read the words from I'll Be a Friend to Jesus. They tried my Lord and Master, with no one to defend. Within the halls of Pilate, he stood without a friend. The world may turn against him, I'll love him to the end, and while on earth I'm living, my Lord shall have a friend. I'll do what he may bid me, I'll go where he may send, I'll try each flying moment to prove that I'm his friend. To all who need a Savior, my friend I'll recommend, because he brought salvation is why I am his friend. I'll be a friend to Jesus, my life for him I'll spend, I'll be a friend to Jesus until my year shall end. Let's discuss for a moment what it takes to be a friend to Jesus. Firstly, we must keep his commandments. John 15 verses 14 and 15 say, You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. A chapter earlier in John, Jesus says this same thing. John fourteen fifteen, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Our love for God and Christ will spur us on to obeying his commandments. And we see in 1 John chapter 5 that his commandments aren't burden, burdensome. 1 John 5, 1-3 Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves whoever has been born of Him. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey His commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. Secondly, friends of Jesus will not be ashamed of Him. Mark eight thirty four through 38 And calling the crowds to him with his disciples, he said to them, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what can a man give in return for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. We must be willing to take Jesus' words into all the world. Matthew twenty-eight nineteen through 20 We must not fear persecution, because all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. 2 Timothy 3.12 2 Corinthians chapter 4, in its entirety, is beautifully written about not giving up preaching the gospel amidst persecution. Let's read an excerpt from it now. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7-12 through 12. 
but we have this treasure in jars of clay, to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. Even fearing death, friends of Jesus will acknowledge him. Matthew 10.32 So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I also will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. Thirdly and lastly, friends of Jesus will look forward to being with him forever. Titus 2, 11-14 For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. Second Corinthians 5, 6-10 says, So we are always of good courage. We know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Yes, we are of good courage, and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. The phrase, make it our aim, in verse 9, means to strive earnestly for. In order to be a friend to Jesus, we must make it our constant goal. I hope you are making it your constant goal. Jesus is the best friend we will ever have. Thank you, ladies, for studying along with me today. I hope you have enjoyed the lesson. Until next week, remember to always and in every way be contending for the crown. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.